So the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 29 through 39. Uh, again, given what some of us have already shared, uh, today's sermon will be uh, interesting or appropriate, hopefully. As soon as Jesus and the disciples left the synagogue, they went with James and John, the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her condition. So Jesus went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick, the demon-possessed, the lepers, the, the lame, the hurting. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons. But he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. He was trying to maintain some anonymity at that point. Very early in the morning, the next morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone's looking for you. We got plenty more people that need healing, right? Jesus replied, let us go elsewhere to nearby villages so I can preach there as well. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and driving out demons. So there's lots of interesting elements to this story, and I just want to focus on one. Um, uh, today, the sermon is really going to focus on this idea of boundary drawing. So my, my challenge to you, or my hope for all of you, myself included, is that you take this personally, that you really be reflective, right? That you, you like this is about self-awareness and self-knowledge. All of us struggle in one way or another with this is issue of boundary drawing and where we draw them and how we draw them. Uh, none of us are going to get it entirely right. And once I get it right for a minute, give me a week, and then I've screwed up again, right? And, I've, and I haven't done it well. It's like a lifelong pursuit. Last Sunday, I talked about how rules are helpful a little bit, but that rules cannot govern Christian ethics or Christian morality. That we live in a gray world that requires us, a messy world, where we have to have wisdom to know in this circumstance, love entails discipline. But in this time, love entails mercy or a hug or forgiveness. No rule will help me figure out. One child needs this from me as a parent, but my other child needs something totally different. No rule of parenting will help. It's too messy. Boundaries are kind of like that. I wish I could give you four rules for how to draw boundaries successfully. But in the end, I can't. Because we're all so different, our personalities are different, our contexts are different. So you have to figure out how to draw them. So I want to start with those of you who have really loose boundaries. Okay? You know who you are. I don't know which squares I'm looking at right now, but I'm looking at you, right? You know. Your boundaries are loose. You take on too much. Right? You're taking calls from your boss when you shouldn't be. You're allowing yourself to be stretched too thin. Uh, oh, I could probably do that one more thing. 
You're answering emails at nine o'clock at night in bed with your spouse because you want to make sure that you please everyone at work, your boss and your coworkers, right? You're tired a lot, emotionally drained. You don't draw good boundaries. You compromise yourself, you compromise your family to make sure everyone else is okay. The good news about this passage of Scripture is Jesus gives you permission to not do that. <laughs> Jesus draws boundaries. Uh, he's like, I got to get up early. I got to get away from these people. I'm exhausted. I spent all day with a bunch of sickies. Like, what's going on, right? I'm around people that no one else wants to be around. So he gets up and he goes and he prays. He recharges. He connects with God. The town's like, come back, Jesus. We've got a bunch of people here that still need you. Jesus is like, nope. I've got another town i got to go to. There's other things I have to do. I can hear someone unmuted, and I can hear your background noise, so if you could please make sure that you're muted, that would help me. And so Jesus doesn't go back, even though there's a need there. There are people that really need him. The needs are so great. The demand's relentless. There's no way he could satisfy everyone's need. And so he was there for a day. He healed. He taught. He loved. He then goes away, gets some solitude, and then he moves forward into the next thing that God is calling him to. And if Jesus draws boundaries like that, I get to draw boundaries like that. And you get to draw boundaries like that. Right? We get permission to say no. The power of saying, no, thank you. I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. I'm not responsible for that. I don't have time for that. I'm, I have no margin right now. I'm, I'm, I'm out of balance in my life, so I need to start drawing some better boundaries. Many of you find yourself in a situation where you feel like your life is chaos, too many balls in the air, too much happening. Jesus is going to give you permission to say no, to take control of those, to be really intentional with your life, really thoughtful about what you're going to say yes to and how you're going to operate. But it's not just about work, or being busy, or having too many things going on in your life. We draw boundaries emotionally, or we fail to. Relationally, boundaries with our phones, and with social media, and with how much we give to those things, right? So I think about someone who, who has a hard time drawing boundaries. Those people often are come from or are involved in enmeshed families. Families that said, we should all know what's going on in your life all the time. We should all get a say in the decisions you make, right? And you almost feel bad if you grew up in a family like this saying, no, I don't have to share everything with my mom or my dad. I get my own life. I'm not responsible for their happiness, right? Like Aunt Trina shouldn't know about... Um, my impending divorce, that's, that's my business. I, I get to have things that are just mine. But drawing boundaries in relationships, in marriages, is hard. When we fail to draw good boundaries, we often end up in marriages where I feel responsible for my spouse's happiness. I take that on. I figure out all kinds of ways to maybe not be true to who I am so that I can ensure that my spouse is okay, and that they're happy, and that they're feeling all right. But I'm not responsible for that. I'm not 
I, I can't be expected to do that. We're two separate people choosing to be in a relationship together, which means there's going to be certain boundaries drawn in that. Most intimate of relationships. Same with my kids. So, some of you struggle in these ways, and you know that you do. What I'm suggesting is that you listen to Jesus who says, it's okay to say no to a group of people who really need you. Their needs are just as important, but you can't get to everyone, and you can't take everything on, and Jesus simply doesn't do it. He doesn't feed everybody, and He doesn't heal everyone. And some of you need to draw boundaries, and in part that starts by connecting to God, listening to yourself, to your deep voice that's saying, Joe, you're, do, you're trying to do too much. This is not yours to bear. So be really thoughtful. Maybe, maybe all week, take this as your challenge to be really thoughtful about how might we draw boundaries well and not feel bad, not feel guilt, but to know that we're doing what, what, what is our job, we're staying in our lane, but we're not changing lanes and trying to do what is someone else's to be done, right? The second kind of person, you have really strong boundaries and you draw them really tight. And again, I don't know which squares I'm looking at, but I'm looking at you. And here, I'm really looking at me. This, this is Joe Bankard. I almost hesitate to preach the sermon in general because I fear that those of you that are already very insulated, very protected, very guarded, uh, will hear Jesus saying no, uh, we're going to move on to a different town, I need to be alone from you guys, and you're going to be like, yeah, Jesus, that's right. Draw boundaries. We don't have to do anything that makes us feel uncomfortable, right? So I get nervous because that's not what I want you to hear. Some of you draw really tight boundaries. You, you, you don't say yes to things very often. You are guarded about your time, your comfort, your safety. You are emotionally guarded. You are not vulnerable with very many people. You are not transparent with very many people. It takes a lot for you to be willing to say, yes, I trust you, right? Your boundaries are tight in some ways that are great and in other ways that are about fear, anxiety, you don't want to reach out and get in, into the messy investment of other people's lives. So out of just comfort, out of momentum, out of just sheer inertia, you continue to not really engage. And I want to remind those of you who fit into this category that God is calling you to expand your boundaries, let more in, really love and engage those around you, this church, people in need, that you would loosen your boundaries to risk being hurt when you try to help people that don't show gratitude or that don't receive it, that you're willing to actually take risks for the kingdom of God. Don't forget, before Jesus draws a boundary, he spends all day with the people that no one wants to be around healing. Right? I mean, he spends all day doing something that costs him a lot. And it's only when he's hit his limit that he draws a boundary. Many of you have much more to give, have much more that you can risk for the kingdom, have much more service in you, but you protect yourself for motives that are very real and very human. I challenge you to loosen those boundaries up. I challenge you 
to get involved in service at this church with a nonprofit, with marginalized communities, with people that desperately need the resources you have. I challenge you in your relationships to start being more vulnerable, to start being more transparent, to not hold yourself so tight and so close. And this is what Joe Bankard does. I schedule my time. I have, I have blocks of time every day. I'm going to answer email from here to here. I'm going to prep class from here to here. I'm going to look over my sermon from here to here. I'm going to stop work at 5.30. I'm going to put my phone in my room. I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to respond. I'm going to take Saturday as Sabbath. Um, I'll share exactly as much as I feel comfortable with you, but no more. Uh, I, I want you to think I'm human, but not totally, because I like being kind of not transparent in those ways. And because of that, when students stop by and they're like, Dr. Banker, do you have a minute? I immediately say, send me an email, we'll schedule an appointment. Immediately, immediately, immediately. But you know what I miss? The look of terror in their face, the tear in their eye. They need to talk to me right now. Nope, I got too much to do. I got my whole schedule blocked, right? Get in line. Um, in some ways, my boundaries are awesome. They're really important. They're really healthy. They keep me sane. But when I protect my heart, when I keep myself from sharing, when I don't allow myself to be transparent, even with my wife, sometimes she'll say, Joe, why are you telling me this now? This happened to you two weeks ago. And I'll say, I don't know. I just didn't feel like sharing till right now. So the challenge for people like me is to make my boundaries a little more perforated, a little more like a dotted line. Aristotle talks about the golden mean. And the golden mean is something that society never wants to hit, and neither do I, really. I don't think humans do. So the golden mean means that there's a virtue that exists, and on either side of that virtue is a vice. It's the vice of too much and the vice of too little. This is why rules are not adequate for ethics. So courage is a virtue, but if I have too little of it, I'm a coward, and that's a vice. But I can also have too much of it, where I jump into every conflict without thinking. I haven't even listened to the other side. I haven't even gathered the information. I've just decided I'm going to stand up, right? Aristotle calls that the vice of being foolhardy. You can have too much courage. You can have too little courage. The right amount is the Goldilocks syndrome. It's just right. Not too hot, not too cold. And it stinks that that's reality because it's tough to hit that mean. And this is how it is with boundaries. Some of you, by nature, your boundaries don't exist. And you've got to start creating them. For others of you, your boundaries are too tight. You keep your life too safe and comfortable. And God wants you to shatter those boundaries and risk for the sake of service and love to others. And you've got to move yourself this way to get to the mean. So the first step is know yourself. Where do you error? Where do you know your nature tends you to be too strong or too loose? Take the week and really think about this and pray about this. I suggest that you'll start to recognize things about yourself in ways that God might be calling you, the way the Holy Spirit might be calling you to move those boundaries in one direction or another so that you can be healthy. That you can truly be healthy and do the work God's calling you to do. Not out of savior complex, I drop all my boundaries because everybody needs me and I'm going to save them. Not because of that, 
But the service is because you've really been moved by God to serve. And some of you wouldn't hold yourself so tight to avoid all risk and danger and confrontation, but that you might stretch those boundaries. But I love you all so much. And as a community, we get to come together in times like this to be accountable to one another and say, I am challenged. I, I, can, I can see where I'm at and where I can grow. And so my prayer is that God, God show you that and give you the courage and the strength and the perseverance to move towards that wonderful golden mean. Let's pray. Lord, I'm grateful that your example in human form drew boundaries. That Jesus himself says, no, I can't take on everything. I can only take on certain things. That he loves and serves and risks. He also removes himself, gets solitude, says no when he needs to. Help us to learn this valuable lesson in our lives, Lord, in our relationships, in our marriages, as parents. We're grateful to you and we pray for your wisdom. Amen. If you uh, have your elements, this would be a good time to get them out.